Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Did you know that your negative self-talk and your words are killing your body transformation efforts? I'm going to go through a few key things never to say if you want to completely transform not only your body, but also your mindset and avoid the endless cycle of self-sabotage. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Briggs. I'm the owner of the Total Life Fitness Academy, where we specialize in helping parents and busy professionals lose body fat, build muscle, and have more energy. I've been a coach for over 10 years, both in person and online, and I've worked with nearly 3,000 clients. Also, if you're listening to this right now, and I sound a bit congested or my voice sounds a little off, uh, that is because I am a little bit congested right now, I think from some allergies, but I'm going to power through this episode because I have an important message to share with you today. So growing up and in the early part of my fitness career, I did not realize the power that words held over me and my results. I had these negative limiting beliefs that I continued to place upon myself through my words and through my self-talk that stopped me from getting to where I wanted to go. And today I want to go through four key words or phrases that I hear our clients or other people who have fitness goals say that are sabotaging their results. The first one is, I always, saying, oh, I always fail. I always do this. I always do that. The number two thing is, I can't. I just can't do that. I can't make time for it. I can't do this. I can't do that. Number three is, I should. Yeah, I should be better. I should be more consistent. Number four is saying, I'm bad at or I'm not good at, or I suck at something. I just suck at following through on a meal plan. I'm really bad at being consistent. These phrases right here, even though they seem very minor, are literally the thing that may be holding you back from getting the body transformation results that you so desire. Because you are telling yourself that you can't do these things. I want to give five examples, or I'm sorry, three examples of my own negative self-talk and how it impacted me. Number one, relationships. I continually told myself the story uh, growing up and in my early 20s that no girls would ever want to date me. I'm not popular. I'm a loser. You know, as soon as someone gets to know me a little bit more, they'll find out I'm not a cool person. You know, I have nothing to offer. So I might as well just never even get to know them in the beginning. And that applied to pretty much any relationship, whether it was, you know, with a significant other, you know, with a girl or just with a a friend in general. Number two was in my own body transformation journey. I always told myself growing up, you know, I'm skinny. I've got skinny genetics. I can't build muscle. I'm never going to look like that. You know, it's my genetics. I could never do like a bodybuilding show. I could never look at like the guys in the cover of a magazine. You know, I could just never do that. In business, 
I always told myself, you know, I, I can't run a business. I'm introverted. I'm shy. You know, I remember in 2013, probably within a year after I'd become a personal trainer, or at least started as an intern, we went, uh, the, the gym owner that I worked for and I at the time went to an event in Louisville, Kentucky, held by, you know, someone in a mastermind that he was in. And I remember asking the business mentor, the guy who was running it there, you know, he, they had like this Q&A time and you could go up and ask him questions. I remember asking him, well, you know, I said, well, I'm introverted. Like how, how do I become a business owner if I'm shy? And I remember he like actually gave me an example of one of the other successful speakers at the event there. And I can't remember who it was, but you know, someone who had built up his business, despite the fact that he was shy or a little bit more quiet. And he had given me that example, but I still just said to myself, well, yeah, that's him. You know, I, that's not me. Like I couldn't do this. And I would tell myself these examples, these other things like, you know, I suck at influencing people. No one would ever want to buy personal training or nutrition coaching from me. I'm not good enough. And I just completely sabotaged myself. And each time I put myself in a box, I would label myself as skinny or introverted or unpopular. And as a result of those labels that I had placed on myself, I got exactly what I was looking for. If I told myself I was introverted, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy, I would act introverted. In reality, I didn't realize that you could change your belief system about yourself. And in my opinion, affirmations aren't effective. You don't just say something about yourself and then all of a sudden you are that thing. I think there was that Saturday night clip, a uh, Saturday night live clip where the, the guy was, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like looking in the mirror and he's like, you know, I like myself. I like myself, whatever he was saying. He was just like telling himself that he liked himself over and over again. And you can't just tell yourself things and then you automatically believe them. You need to prove to yourself over time with evidence that you are a different type of person. Let me say that again. You need to prove to yourself over time with evidence that you are a different type of person. So I'll give five examples of myself. So I always thought I was quiet, socially awkward, and introverted. And you can use whatever comparisons you want. If you think that, you know, you're a certain way, go ahead. So then I just started talking to more people. I went to a seminar in 2012 uh, to attempt to connect with other fitness professionals. Now, at the time, I was working a different customer service job and I had decided that I didn't want to be a sports writer. I had gotten out of the newspaper industry and I was kind of just working a temporary job that ended up turning into a full-time job for a while. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And I looked at like the sales page for this event, which was called the, the Midwest Performance Enhancement Seminar. Um, I lived in Madison and this thing was in Indianapolis. So it was about a six hour drive and I didn't know anyone there. And I was already very quiet. And I'm like, oh, there's no way I could go to this thing. You know, I'm going to feel like a complete fraud. I'm going to be the least knowledgeable person there. No one's going to want to talk to me. And I kept telling myself all these negative things. And then eventually, one day, I just pulled the trigger. I bought the ticket. I booked the hotel. And I went. 
And I remember when I first got there, I was like starstruck because there were a few people who I'd like followed online, read their blogs, read, you know, back when blogs were a thing. Now everyone obviously has more social media. And I was a little intimidated at first. I remember I kind of kept to myself for like the first hour or two. And then I remember I talked to one person and then I got the guts to go and talk up to a couple other people, even the hosts of the events. And then they ended up introducing me to someone else who was in my area who was looking for his first trainer. I ended up becoming his trainer and I put myself in a spot to actually get my first personal training job because I started talking to more people. Then when I was a trainer, I started talking to women. You know, at this point, I'd pretty much only talked to like, you know, my family members and that was about it. I was always super shy around women. So now I'm talking to more women. And then all of a sudden I got better at talking to women. And then I started giving presentations on different topics. You know, I never thought of myself as a leader. And then I remember like the first time I was doing this nutrition talk, for, uh, even though it was just like a few clients, they were listening to me. I remember giving like 20 tips on something. And I'm like looking at people. I'm like, holy cow, people are actually listening to me. I can actually do this. I can actually speak in front of people. And I just got better at talking. And as a result, I became more confident in myself. So I had previously labeled myself as quiet, socially awkward, and introverted. And I proved to myself that that was not the case and that I could develop a new identity and I became more confident in myself. The second thing that I to told myself was that I always thought I was skinny and I could never build muscle. So it took a number of years, but I built muscle eventually and proved to myself that I could. I always thought, you know, I just have bad genetics. It's just, I'm a hard gainer. There's no way I could ever do this. And then, you know, a lot of people say it on the other side, like I'm just overweight. I'm just big boned. There's no way I could ever transform myself. But then I found examples online of other former skinny and weak people who had built themselves up. And then I started to believe that it was actually possible. And then after proving it to myself over a few years that, hey, I can build muscle, I can be consistent, I eventually did it. And I did that by realizing that when I was going to the gym, I wasn't as consistent as I thought I was. I remember every time I would go to the gym, the guys who were the biggest and strongest would always be there. So I'm just like, well, that seems obvious. If they're just always here, they're going to be training more and they're probably going to get bigger. So I just decided at that point, I'm never going to miss any more training sessions. And actually to this day, I still haven't. Um, I have not missed a scheduled lift since January 27th, 2010. And right now it is April 28th. 2023. So that is the story that I told myself was that I could never do this, but then eventually I proved myself over time that I could build muscle, but it took that evidence. Number three, I always thought I could never look ripped like a bodybuilder. I would see all these guys in the cover of magazines, you know, on these blog posts all over the place who just looked really jacked and ripped. And I just thought there's no way that could ever be me. And then eventually I realized that it could be me because I eventually hired a coach and discovered that I can look ripped like a bodybuilder. And since I've done multiple photo shoots and then a bodybuilding show as well, and I'm about to do another photo shoot where I'm bigger than I was last time. And I've proven to myself, Hey, I can get bigger. Um, I can get stronger. And I never used to believe that in myself because I just thought I was skinny. I thought I was weak. I thought I was you know, not muscular. And then I proved to myself that I can do it. Number four, I 
never thought that I could be a personal trainer. When I first thought about becoming a personal trainer, I would tell myself, I'm not ripped. I'm not jacked. I have no educational background. Who would ever want to listen to me? I don't have a kinesiology degree. My degree is in journalism. I'm just some guy who reads blog posts. Then, as I alluded to before, I got out of my comfort zone. I went to a seminar out of state. I connected with other fitness professionals and then became a fit pro. I felt like a fraud at first because I didn't have a strength conditioning or kinesiology background. But then people started listening to me. I started getting people results. And then I started to believe in myself. But I had to prove it to myself that I could be a personal trainer or I could be a fitness professional with evidence over time that suggested otherwise. Number five, I never thought I could be a business owner. I always thought I'm too passive. I'm too quiet. I'm not a leader. I can't sell anyone. No one would ever want to buy from me. And then I started a side hustle. And then I got one person into my program, then another person, and then another. And then eventually I went full-time on my own. And then more people joined. And then eventually we hired our first coach. And we hired another employee and another employee. And then we've built up a sustainable business. So now we're actually able to help people. And I've proven to myself that I can be a business owner and I can be a leader and I can be someone who is strong and confident, but it took me time to prove that to myself. So you may be wondering right now, well, if I'm struggling with any of these things right now, especially in terms of body transformation, how do I kick my negative self-talk to the curb if I don't believe in myself right now? That is probably the most common question that we're going to get. And you're not going to believe in yourself right now, but you need to change the language patterns that you're using. So use transitional phrases instead. So instead of saying something like, you know, I always fall off track after a couple of weeks. I always do this. I always do that. Say the word, the phrase, I'm working on improving my consistency. Instead of saying, I always fall off track, even if you're just thinking it, say, I'm working on improving my consistency. When you're saying these things to other people, catch yourself saying these things and then change the language patterns. You're not saying in this example that you 100% believe in yourself, but you're saying that I'm working on improving because that is a transitional phrase that you're using to get better at something because life is all about getting better and improving and making progress. I hear people all the time say things like, I can't follow through on a meal plan. I always fail. Instead, use the phrase, I'm working on improving my ability to stick to a plan. Don't just say, I can't do something. I always do this. I always do that. Say, I'm working on improving my ability to stick to the plan. Hear the difference? Number three, I... We'll hear people say stuff like, you know, I should do this. I should go work out today. I should be better with my nutrition. Instead of saying, I should go work out today, say, I'm working on improving my consistency with exercise. I'm going to work out today. Don't say should. Get that word out. Say, I'm going to, I'm committing to. The other phrase that I hear a lot of times is I'm bad at or I suck at. You know, I'm no good with nutrition. I always fall off track. I'm always good for about two weeks and then I know I'm just going to fall off track. So you can say something like, in the past, I may have fallen off track, 
but I'm working on improving my consistency with my nutrition. So you're telling yourself that you can get better. And if you've struggled in the past, just remember, it's not a foregone conclusion that you won't succeed. You don't fail. You just learn. Let me say that again. You don't fail. You just learn. So all the times that are perceived by you as failures are really just stepping stones. They're lessons. So now you understand how not to be successful. I remember one time for 17 days, I tried intermittent fasting. And I realized that it didn't work for my schedule because that was when I was working full-time during the day. And then at night, I was working in the gym. So when I was supposed to be eating, which was at night, was when I was on the gym floor. And that did not work for me. So it wasn't a failure. It was just a lesson that I learned along the way. Just because you've struggled with a diet or a nutritional protocol before doesn't mean that it was a waste of time or it was a failure. You just learned something about yourself. I can't tell you how many times I've failed or, or struggled with my nutrition. Literally for like nine years on my own, I saw like marginal progress, but never anything significant. And it wasn't until I found my last hurdle, which was like nutritional portions or measuring things out or tracking things consistently that I was able to get over the top and actually get the results that I needed. The Milwaukee Bucks, who are my favorite NBA basketball team, uh, being from Wisconsin, unfortunately, just got trounced in the first round of the playoffs by the Miami Heat. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and they were the odds-on favorite to win the NBA Finals. They won two years ago. Uh, last year, they did not win. They had an injury to Chris Middleton and lost to the Boston Celtics in the second round. And then this year, they had high hopes but unfortunately lost in the first round. And their star player, Giannis Antetokounmpo, was asked a question in the post-game press conference by a reporter, and the reporter asked him, Giannis, do you think this year was a failure? And Giannis kind of looked at the guy and said, you asked that same question last year, and I'm, I'm going to give you the same answer. No, this year isn't a failure. And he, he kind of put it back on the reporter. He said, I don't mean to make this personal, but... You know, in your job, every year that you don't get a promotion, does it mean that that year was a failure? And the reporter said, well, well, no. And he said, well, and Michael Jordan played 15 years. He won six titles. Does that mean that the other nine years were a failure? And the reporter said, no. And he said, exactly. They were stepping stones. It's all about steps to winning a championship in the NBA. And it's the same thing with your nutrition. Just because you failed at a diet or a protocol before, that doesn't mean that you are a failure. It's just steps. You're learning. You're progressing. You're understanding what works. And in my opinion, a lot of times what holds people back is their self-talk, their beliefs in themselves, their mindset. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. Kick that negative self-talk to the curb. Stop saying, I always do this, or I always fail, or I'm just the type of person who does this, or I suck at this. Don't put that label or speak that into existence. You are not that. You can change. I'm living proof that you can change. There are many examples out there 
of how you can change. You just need to prove to yourself with evidence over time. And by using transitional phrases, such as I'm working on improving, and eventually over time, when you have the right protocol in place, you will set yourself up for greater success. It's going to take time, but it is important that you commit to the process of speaking positively to yourself. And when you speak positively to yourself, you're going to set yourself up for the lessons that you need to learn to help transform your body in the long run. So I hopefully this was helpful to you. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the show and make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review because that helps the show grow and reach more people. If you'd like to connect with me below, I have my links to our Facebook group that you can join for free. We have trainings on different topics uh, like nutrition, fat loss, uh, lifestyle, and then we also, you can follow me on other places as well. So hope to connect again soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.